Tomorrow is World Book Day and the Puku Children's Literature Foundation held a webinar to discuss the importance of kids' books in mother tongue languages and this happened earlier on today. They also discussed the rare Isikosa manuscripts that burned in the UCT library fire. So we joined on the line by Eleanor Sisulu, who's the executive director of Puku. Hello, Eleanor. Hello, good afternoon, and thank you for inviting me. You're most welcome to have uh, joined us today. Uh, Eleanor, maybe give us a brief background of the Puku Children's Literature Foundation and the work that you've been doing over the years. Okay, well, Puku was uh, started over 10, well, 10 years ago now. Mm. And we our mission is to promote children's literature in all our languages, in all South African languages, and in fact, Southern African languages. And uh, one of our long-cherished dreams has, to be a, has been to have a catalog, uh, catalogs of children's books in all our languages, mm. so that it's easy for parents to find books, because we always say there's not enough books in our languages, yeah. which is true, but also there's more books than people realize. And we want those books that are there to be available. We also want to build a culture of reviewing books. Because if books are not reviewed, then they're not widely read. And and that's important for us. We have a website, puku.co.za, the Puku website, on which we, we... display our show our reviews and uh, build community around children's books in in South African languages we also on Facebook and and Twitter uh, and our mission really is to bring together the creators and producers the authors and the publishers the storytellers uh, together with the people who buy the books and the librarians, the teachers, just generally to aggregate information, as much information as possible so that it's available for people, and just to advocate for increased investment in our books and our languages. Eleanor, how big is the challenge, you know, of availability of children's books in indigenous languages? Well, it's quite big, and I think that it's just not how many books are available, mm. but we, we, that we don't have proper inventories and catalogs. Yeah. Uh, there are not enough books. Some languages have more books than others, but the basic information about what is there is, is, um, uh, is not enough. And then I think that the challenge also is, is um, investment. Uh, you know, children's books and reading for pleasure you know, when parents are hard-pressed with, with, with uh, money, they have to pay school fees, buy clothes, they would rather buy textbooks and books for for the older children. Mm. I think the value of picture books at the early stage um, is not really recognized. So there's the expense of books also. So there's a whole range of challenges uh, uh, for and, and that also many people are not convinced that there's a value to buying books in our maybe, languages. Maybe share with, with us what that value is, how it affects um, a child's development, having, you know, those picture books or indigenous books and, and books that, you know, the parents will read uh, to the child. 
Yes, so at ECD, early childhood and foundation phase, it's extremely important because the greater a vocabulary of a child, and that mm. is vocabulary in any language, will help that child to become a better reader. And of course, if you are a better reader, then you you learn better in school. And um, so, the and I think many parents don't. There's a tendency to push us towards English. There's a mm. Germany of English, and people believe that for educate they equate education with English. Mm. Whereas if children are learn in their own uh, their mother tongue and. Many South Africans are multilingual. If kids learn multilingually and know a lot of words, the more words they know when they start to read, the better a reader they will become. So even parents who don't have the confidence and are, are not literate themselves, just talking to the kids and giving them a broader vocabulary helps. But those early books are the ones which actually are the foundation. And, you know, building with a, with a poor foundation uh, is not a stable building. And I think that's part of the problem we face in our education system, where the importance of early childhood and what children learn at that stage, it's, it's, it's underestimated. Yeah. Let's talk about indigenous books and, you know, the availability um, of indige- indigenous books. Do you think that maybe there's a lack of... Um, availability because maybe we're not translating already written books into indigenous languages or would you want to call for authors to generate new work? I think there's a market issue uh, that uh, many publishers uh, would want to publish more indigenous languages but they, they're concerned about the market. There's, mm. a, there's an issue about distribution that books are not, um, you know, if you walk in, uh, South Africa is one of those places, you walk into the bookshops and you won't see, you'll see very few books in mother tongue. Yeah. There's, there's also been a lack of investment. If you look at Afrikaans, uh, yes, there was a political dispensation which, uh, which pushed Afrikaans, uh, which led to a lot of investment into Afrikaans, a huge amount of investment. And if we had similar kinds of investments into our languages, I think we would be, you know, be in a much better position. Mm. So, for example, now we've received this uh, presidential employment stimulus program funding, Mm. and that really has helped us to engage a lot of people working in the sector in their languages. So, so that that is something we need to promote children's literature. We really need to invest in promoting authors. Okay. Eleanor, you held a webinar earlier on today. Uh, what were some of the outcomes and the, you know, some of the issues that were raised? Yes, the webinar, most of the panelists on the webinar were people working on this catalogue um, for Isitosa. So mm. those uh, that catalog, uh, we hope by next month, we will at least have the first uh, iteration of that catalog. And it's a partnership. The project is a partnership between PUKU, the National Library of South Africa, the Department of Information Sciences at the University of South Africa, 
uh, International Board for Books for Young People, the SA chapter, and Bibliomet. And we hope to bring on other partners uh, as we go forward. So we're addressing, on the one hand, the metadata for developing catalogues for books in all our languages. Mm. And, and then, on the other hand, we have a specific editorial team that is working on the Isikosa catalogue. And we have people like Dr. Kolisa Kuzula from UCT, Dr. Sibonelo Mukapela from UWC, um, and, and, you know, highly, uh, highly competent publisher, PhD students, um, poets. So we've got some very, very good people on, the, on, the, on that team. And so the webinar today was then talking about the process of developing a catalogue and the many issues that it throws up, mm. many issues around publishing, around translation, etc., and and also you must have been saddened by the loss of priceless you know indigenous language resources uh, when we saw that fire at the University of Cape Town. Yes, you know we're really heartbroken. I mean the the um, and and uh, you know we don't know at this stage. For example, uh, Professor Neville Alexander, who was um, who was on Robben Island for many years with. Uh, um, President Mandela and Sisulu and Mbeki and he was in the unity movement Mm. and he was on Robben Island and then when he left Robben Island he worked as an academic at UCT for Project of Alternative Education of South Africa so he was really uh, uh, a theorist around the importance of multilingualism and his work informed many of informed and influenced us in many ways. Myself, someone like Kolisa Kuzula, and a number of other people. And we're not sure whether his work has been saved or not. And so that's one of the things that we were were really worried about. Mm -hmm. And then also the newspapers, papers of people like Jababu, um, I'm sure the papers of people like Achimafeje, AC Jordan, uh, it's, it's just it's just frightening to think of what what we, we may have lost. Yeah. You know, Eleanor, I love the work that you do and the fact that I can see that you're really wanting to preserve our heritage, our national heritage with, you know, the books that you guys have at the foundation and the work that you guys are doing. Oh, thank you. Thank so you. if we go to www.puku.co.za, could we get some of these uh, books in indigenous languages that we can maybe share with our kids? Uh, yes, we're not where we want to be in terms of uh, the information, but certainly at this stage you can see books that have been reviewed in the different languages. Mm-hmm. And we want uh, we are publishing the first book in New, New Africa Books is in partnership with Puku. It's publishing the book a book by Omar Katrina, so it will be the first ever book pub- published in a new language. So we're planning for that first to be that to be the first book which we shall, which we will sell through the Puku website. All right. So, Ele- yes. Sorry. Sorry, Eleanor. So within the next few days, within the next week, we'll have that set up. Okay, Eleanor. Thank you so much for your time. Enjoy the rest of your evening. Thank you very much. It's a pleasure. Thanks.
Okay, that is uh, Eleanor Sisulu. She is executive director of Pugu. Uh, we're speaking to her because tomorrow is World Book Day and the Pugu uh, Children's Literature Foundation ha- held a webinar this afternoon at 2 o'clock to discuss the importance of kids' books in their mother tongue languages.